Hey, Tech Leads, we're back. This week, we're talking about how important managers and tech leads are to an organization. Managers may not be the doers, but they're the ones focusing the energies and marshalling the resources of the organization. And as a frontline leader, you might have more resources than you think you do at your disposal, even as a tech lead. Welcome to the Tech Lead Coaching Podcast. This is a podcast for tech leads, hands-on engineering managers, and startup CTOs. We focus on these first-line leadership positions because they are terribly hard for most people. For most of us who find our way into these roles, they're a big challenge because you're making a transition from an individual contributor to having to navigate how to lead all these complicated, unpredictable humans and yet still be really technical. My name is Michael Rice and every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, I plan to bring you some useful stuff you can put to use today to make you more effective in the role, whether you're brand new or even if you're highly experienced. Tech Leads. This is episode number 60, and it's Wednesday, October 2, 2019. The fall months are upon us, and I heard it's as hot in Virginia on the East Coast as it is in Phoenix in the desert today, which is crazy. Hope the weather's good in your part of the world. This week, we're focused on why we need tech leads and managers, because I think it will help you understand the role a lot better. Remember, the new structure of these podcasts is that I'm going to float some ideas to you that you can put to use right away in your tech leadership, but really the more... um, the more meaty stuff, the more thought out stuff is going to show up in the free newsletter. It's free now. Um, I used to charge for it. Uh, it's at michaelrice.substack.com. I'll put the link to it in the show notes. So let's get started. Today's episode is about assembling the resources of the company. Um, that sounds kind of dry, but I think it's actually some of the more innovative thinking I've done in a little while. So this is going to be a little rough. Let's let's kind of navigate through this. Um, and I want to start with this topic because it's usually the thing that I think will resonate better um, for our week's topic. We're covering three things. Um, and we'll talk more about the other two on Friday. So um, if you recall, what my goal is, is to kind of think through the context of why organizations need managers and then therefore also need tech leads. Um, there are kind of like three major activities in my mind that um, managers do. And this is kind of like business 101, according to me. But basically, number one is they, they're able to see into the future. Um, they gather information, insights, or whatever into the future. Um, two, they make decisions about what to do about that. And then number three is they kind of acquire or assemble the resources of the organization to go and execute on those decisions. So today we're starting with number three. And to me, it's all about seeing what's in front of you as a tech lead, not being so myopic, right? The theme of what today's podcast is, is you have more resources in front of you than you probably realize. And I want you to today at least start to think about the full range of capabilities and how you might deploy them, get a little creative, even as a tech lead, even if you don't have, you know, managing and hiring authority. <clears throat> so let's let's kind of go through the list here and think about what, as you walk into the office, whether it's real or virtual every day, what do you have in front of you, right? You have human resources. I absolutely hate, hate, hate the term human resources, but it is kind of useful to think of it in that way in this, in this context. Maybe, maybe not think of the humans as resources, but think of their time as a resource, like their, their, um, creativity. When I, uh, when I worked at Disney for a little while, um, 
one of the managers there would call the uh, the software engineers the talent, which I always I always really liked that. I thought that was a great way to look at it. Like she would think she would say um, we would be in meetings and she'd be talking to various people and she would like say engaging with um, like some other team in the in the company and she'd say, well, look, I just need to know what I need to tell the talent to do today. And I thought that was a great way to think of it. So maybe let's not use how, uh, human resources. Let's say human talent, right? Human capabilities. Um, the next one is think of the team. And I think, um, I know I just talked about individuals, but actually teams act a little bit differently than individuals do. Um, or, you know, how you configure the team will influence how the individuals or the team acts. So that's another thing to think about. Another one, since we're in the technology business, is obviously technology, right? What software, what hardware, what is in front of you? What could you use? Um, there's open source resources that maybe your company can use. Most companies can today. You probably have a lot of paid resources. If you're in a big company, you might have things like SharePoint, um, no groans, Share, SharePoint can be okay. Uh, Confluence, wikis, um, tons of open source stuff out there. There's Google Docs. There's like a million. The, the world, there's no shortage of technology available to you if you're in a management position. So I don't ever want to hear you blame technology for anything. Um, the next one is uh, physical space, right? So you have resources, either whether it's, if you're, this is kind of focused on if you're actually coming into the office or or you're like physically in, in a similar uh, location. But like, what, are the, what is a physical space that you have that you can use? You know, you have conference rooms, lunch rooms, breezeways. You got Phil's Coffee if you're remote. There's a million, there's like physical space that you can use. Then there's time. How do you use time, right? You have projects and you have deadlines, but how are you asking people to use their time? Are you even thinking about it? Are you only thinking of the tasks? You can control time a little bit, right? I mean, it, it, it keeps going. It's our most precious resource. But there's ways that you can allocate time to um, influence decisions or influence the way people do things. Um, sometimes time boxing is a, is a great skill, for example. There are probably other teams or other people that you can engage. Even if you're a small team, there are um, other people in your personal network you can reach out to to engage for help or for insight or for basically like resources to contribute to what you're doing. You probably have other managers. You have your manager, management team or you have other managers in the company that you can engage. And those managers, depending on their seniority or their position in the company, may have more and more capabilities to make things happen for you. So it's a um, they can you can leverage them in certain circumstances. Of course, you have the internet. The internet is just chock full of all kinds of <laughs> good and bad things these days. Um, but there are also external sources like communities, right? So if you're in a in a big city or a big vibrant community, you might have access to a lot of meetups, like I do. Um, there's just lots and lots of stuff, and and, you, and I want you to think of these as um, as a whole palette of resources that you can you can configure, you can use, you can deploy to whatever you're doing. Honestly, I think this is the most original stuff I've come up with. It sounds kind of kind of dry, but I think it really should change the way you see your role as a tech lead. You, you see you have all these resources in front of you, and it's up to you to kind of configure them and pull them together. And as you move up in a company and you get more and more seniority, it's more and more your responsibility to think through and be creative and allocate the resources the right way. And one of the reasons I think that this is kind of useful is because if you've just made the jump from an individual contributor, you could be stuck in all kinds of routines, habits, 
uh, quote unquote processes and procedures, unquote. Um, you're stuck with the team's personalities or the organization's personalities, whatever. You, you're probably stuck in those things. Um, you might be stuck in like the way that you do pull request processes or Dependabot or Geekbot for standups or, or with this one developer is always a pain in the rear or another developer only wants to work on X or Y or the conference rooms are always impossible to book, you know, between 10 and three in the afternoon. Um, some developers are routinely missing the standups or the dial up or they're, where they're calling in from their phone and, and it maybe all this stuff feels a little bit brittle, stagnant, suffocating, maybe even impossible. I'm with you. I've been there. Um, and, it, and you let it crush your creativity and you probably missed countless opportunities. And so I want to quote from Drucker again. This was a quote I read to you on Monday and it is um, it showed up in the, uh, the newsletter, but it's kind of long, so listen. So Peter Drucker, back in 1954, said, The manager is the dynamic, life-giving element in every business. Without his leadership, the, quote, resources of production, unquote, remain resources and never become production. In a competitive economy, above all, the quality and performance of the managers determines the success of the business. Indeed, they determine its survival. For the quality and performance of its managers is the only effective advantage an enterprise in a competitive economy can have. I love that last line. He says, for the quality and performance of its managers is the only effective advantage an enterprise and competitive economy can have. And so if you think about your company, you have maybe some good developers, you have some technology, but honestly, like all our companies have access to the same talent base, have access to the same open source, and how you're going to configure this stuff and how you're going to pull it together is what's going to make you a really effective tech lead. So I want you to start thinking of the people, the space, the technology, I don't know, all these resources as a canvas where you can start thinking and being creative. I mean, sure, traditions, policies, habits, inertia, and maybe even your own self-doubt and insecurity about how you can deploy these things will fight you, but this is what you can do. And to me, it's not so much that great leaders or managers break the mold or become super creative. It's just that they're smart and they're accurate about how they deploy the resources they have to, available to them or acquiring new ones. So um, in the letter, I will talk about some of the mix and match ways you might consider pulling these together. Um, I think we're running a little long on the podcast today. So I just wanted to highlight that this is your toolbox. Uh, sometimes we think our toolbox box holds us back, which is going to be an important consideration when we get to Friday. But I want to set the record straight. On Friday, we'll talk about two, the other two parts of management, seeing um, through the future, making decisions. But without thinking about the resources that we have available to us or obtaining them if we're senior managers, there's no point in seeing into the future and making decisions if you don't see yourself as having resources to capitalize on them. And you probably do. You probably have a lot more than you think. Sometimes the limits, the only limits that are there on the resources are the ones between our two ears or our own lane our own lame inertia or our own self-doubt. So that's what I want to leave you with today. Like I said in the letter, we'll have some more interesting ideas about how to configure these things. But I think for today, we've done enough damage on the podcast. So have a great Wednesday, Tech Leads. Thanks for listening, Tech Leads. We're on a mission together. We're trying to figure out this Tech Lead hands-on EM 
startup CTO thing where there's a lot of expectation and very little support. Thank you for taking me on this journey with you. Don't forget, we got a bunch of free stuff. We got the free email list now. We got the Tech Lead Coaching Network, which is a peer-to-peer coaching support system I'm trying to pull together. Um, Still getting a few people trickling in, so I don't know. Maybe we'll get it going. If you are in Los Angeles with me, hit me up. You can grab some coffee, or we can go do the Tech Lead Workshops LA. Let me know if you want to start a similar meetup in your community. I had a lot of success with those. Really liked them. And, of course, you can download my free ebook, How to Be a Tech Lead, but promise me you will download it and don't read it for a few more weeks. Still got to get some updates in there. So no matter what I want to hear from you, drop me an email to me at michaelrice.com. Hit me up on Twitter at Michael Rice. But go on. It's the middle of the week. We can finish strong. Go make the most of this opportunity, Tech Leads. It's a big step up in your career. You're going to do great. And I want to be on this journey with you. Thanks for taking me with. Mm-hmm.